Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace, family. It's 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys, the podcast with electrical thought patterns and conversations. Tap in. Today, you're going to understand why moments like this, um, moments like what's happening today, where you see um, us trying to be on cold with each other in a particular way, you know, we, we've decided as a people that we're getting fed up with the games that society keeps playing. It's the old tricks that they keep on using us. They're using against us. Now, society has this great ability because they've been studying us so long and they know that we're crowd-minded, that they know how to trigger us, right? And during times of mourning is one of the best times to trigger a people because their subconscious is open. You understand me? Um, that's when you can really attack a people and get them off tilt and get everybody focusing in the wrong direction. I'll be there, there's 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 we have to look at everything from a bigger standpoint at all times, right? Of the much bigger picture that's always being played behind the scenes. And there's always a bigger picture that is to be revealed at all times. First and foremost, um, we have to understand who we're dealing with, you understand me? And our disappointment showcases our lack of being in touch with reality. Our lack of being in touch with reality. Now, a people with no power that gets mad means nothing, right? Let me say that again. A people with no power that is angry means nothing. What power do we have and what power could we have? We have the power to be able to take people out of position. We have the power to be able to humiliate people and kill and degrade their character to a point nobody wants to stand next to them. We have the power to kill people while they're alive to make sure that they're no longer hireable. They're no longer desirable. That they're infamous now for the stink that they have on us, they have on them because we decided that they weren't worthy enough. Now, we have that potential power. Let me say that. But just yesterday, we were dealing with Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj yelling at each other or tweeting each other with issues. Today, we're dealing with the Gail King-Leslie interview. Last week, it was the woman that said something about Kobe. It's the disrespect, the posthumous this disrespect. Why is this disrespect? Why are dead black men open season today? Why are masculine black men being attacked today? Why is this a prevailing narrative? Why is this one of the easiest ways to trigger target us? Because not only is it a real issue, but it's still one that takes us off from our path and our focus. So let's get into it a little bit. For one, we have to thank Gail. Everybody should thank Gail. Everybody should go on Gail's page right now. And they should thank her. You understand me? They should thank Oprah. Right now, everybody should go on Oprah page and say, thank you, Oprah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Why should you thank these ladies? You know what I'm talking about? 
You have to thank people when they show you who they are at all times and they create teaching moments for people to realize it. We should thank Donald Trump. During the time that Donald Trump was elected into office, you understand me, or before the time when uh, Obama was in office, people could deny that racism was in existence. People could deny that white supremacy was fresh alive and running things in America. People could easily deny it. But once he got into office, it created a polarizing effect. You understand me? And it said, wait a minute, you either on this side or you on that side. You understand me? White or you black. You righteous, you unrighteous, you good, you bad, you God, you devil. You understand what I'm talking about? It created a polarizing effect. And so we had to thank him because it's like, damn, finally, you will help us wake some of our people up to bring them on this side. Because now that they can't live within their comfort of illusions, now they're forced to see reality for what it is. Now, you understand me, they woke up and now they can finally listen. So we thank Donald Trump, we thank Gail, we thank Oprah, and we thank everybody else who showcases their true colors and create this polarizing effect because they reveal reality. And in this revelation of reality, because this is the time where everything is to be revealed. You understand? This is a so-called time of judgment. You know what I'm talking about? This is a time where all truths are being put out there for people to be able to see, display, weigh, and make a decision on what side that you want to be on. It's, when you talk about the time of judgment, it's you that gets to make the judgment. You know what I'm talking about? So I have to thank Gail because, for one, it creates this hypocrisy effect as well. So you see a lot of people get mad, get angry, stirring the media. Now, we cannot just utilize our platforms when things personalize or, or personally touch us, personally make us angry. When there are other things that are just as egregious, just as immoral, just as plain right, just devilish that we don't utilize our platforms for. So if we have millions of followers, if we have influence Right. And we want to talk about when we disagree with somebody, but we don't want to talk about when we agree with a person. You see all these black guys out here working every single day, working hard. But you're not going to go and spread that and create that propaganda, because how do you kill what's being happening right now, which is they're propping black men up as the sexual, the face of sexual predation, the face of sexual terrorism. You know what I'm talking about now? Listen, we got to go back to. This has always been the plot and the plan and the trick of the man. You know what I'm talking about? During the time of 9-11, what happened? Boom. First, Timothy McVeigh, right? And all sort of other white boys were the face of terrorism. They were the face of terrorism in America. When you thought of a terrorist, you automatically thought of a white man. After that, six months later, I believe, he was 9-11 uh, 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 happened. And he had one of the fastest executions in history. Then they put it over Islamic terrorism and extremists and then muslims became the face of terrorism they rebranded right terrorism when it was them against their own children now that's important them against their own children is what i just said right so now today fast forward 2020 the face of sexual predation should be what it should be white men middle-aged white men especially now i'm not saying that this doesn't happen within our community but what i'm saying is Harvey Weinstein and uh, Jeff Epstein, we, he should be the face of it. Jeff Epstein, billionaire guy who was exposed because he was connected to and being a part of um, a sex ring that went all the way up to the top tier from Bill Clinton to Donald Trump to all sort of people. This has never been an expose. Postman's this. He's dead. Why don't we get documentaries on this from the branches of media that said that they hate this sort of different things. You're talking about children. You're talking about evidence and facts. And on one end, you're talking about allegations. See, this is the difference. See, a lot of the stuff that's wedged and thrown against these white men, you never get to see when it's just allegations. But when these people got facts, that's when you see it in the media. But see, black media, why are we a part of destroying each other, but we're not a part of destroying white supremacy? Hmm. Think about that for a second. So I say we got to thank Gail because Gail said, you know what? I'm going to continue to show my colors. I'm going to continue to show y'all who I'm with. Oprah say, I'm going to continue to show my colors. I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm trying to let you know that I don't fuck with y'all. I'm trying to let y'all know. But even though Oprah keep letting black men know that she don't fuck with us, black women continue to love and support her. She continues to be up there on the vision board of the type of woman that you want to be. 
See, there's a, it's same coin that there's a lot of black men who fucking love Donald Trump because they get to make a little money during this economic upturn, right? But when they don't look at the moral character, oh, you love Oprah, but what about her morality? Oh, you love Donald Trump, but what about his morality? See, we lost without morality because of polarization. Polarization makes you take on everything of that person. You defend everything of that person and you hate anybody who's of the opposite. So we got to thank Gail and we got to thank Oprah and we got to thank Donald Trump. What they've done is that way that they've exposed in reality. These are the elitism. They represent white matriarchal intellect and white patriarchal intellect. You tell me, where does the women think like black women? And what is a black woman? What is a black thinking woman look like? What does a black thinking man look like? They are not a part of our family. People, we in different families. Y'all keep, y'all keep thinking as if we sitting and those are our peoples. You have to understand when you look at Gail, you are looking at the same thing as looking at some ugly white mind, right? See, I ain't even going to say a white woman. She's looking, you're looking at an ugly white mind. Right. And they're just used as props and tools and they gain favor in that world. Right. The more that they do for them, the more they propped up in their world. That's the way it goes. So when we look at Oprah, Oprah is just a rich white man. That's all she is. She's a she is no different from her friends. Birds of a feather flock together. If you are covering up for a pedophile. That not just allegations against him. He had a $20 million settlement, right? And you know all of these other elitists. Until we see black media that gains favor in the white world start going at the rest of these devils. Man, come on now. They not a part of the culture. So we got to create a code of conduct that says, how are you a part of the culture? You understand me? And what rules that you must abide by if we're going to accept you into our culture? You got to be righteous, for one. You got to be on code. So we got to create a code of conduct, not just for Oprah, not just for Gail, for the rappers as well, for the leaders, for the politicians. And if they're not following that a code and they're not a gender-based mindset, then guess what? We can't fuck with none of them. So therefore, we don't have disappointment. See, expectation creates disappointment. What did you expect? I expected nothing less. I don't expect nothing less from some of you all. I don't expect nothing less than from none of the entertainers. Why are your expectations so high of devils? How come you can't recognize a devil? See, Elijah Muhammad, he came and told him, he said, white man was devil, blah, blah, blah. Then he broke it down to be able to understand that that devil is something that exists within. It's a germ. It's a mindset. See, when you devalue life and you devalue people, even the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan, doesn't particularly go at the people when they die. There's a code of conduct even on that. Post with this. You go on that people post with this propaganda. So we had a job of protecting. It's Black History Month. Kobe is one of the greatest, if not the greatest player of all time. You think we going to let that sit? But during, the, during this time, it's the most emotional time of the year. February. Your immune system is down. Your emotions is high. Every single year, they get us with the distractions. What is the black vision right now? Can anybody tell me what's the black agenda? Anybody want to get on live and tell me what the black agenda is right now? Anybody want to tell me what the black agenda is for every entertainer that's yelling at Gail? What's the black agenda? Because is it niggas, hoes, bitches, bullshit? That's more disrespectful to me if we're going to continue to propagate that forever. Look, I have people, dig this, take this. You know what I mean? And fill it however you want to. The brother, uh, Sauce Walker, man, pulled up on me. Well, he was already pulled up. He sent his folks over there, come top in with me. He said, man, that's the Muslim thing. He said, that's the crowns and everything. I'm like, yeah. He said, yeah, man, bro, Sauce been wanting to tap in. I pull up. He said, his brother been tapping in. They been tapped in. He said, man, I love all the God activities. You know what I mean? Y'all been doing. So I said, that's what's up, my bro. I heard, already heard some good things about, bro, how he utilizes intellect for ownership. You know, it's 2020 year of ownership. You know what I'm talking about? That's what I tap into. And it's, I ain't never, I don't even be on, bro, music like that. I'm keeping one, one billion with you. You feel me? Because I just be on my own airwaves. But I tap in a sauce. 
And my brother told me that, you know, he be on his ownership. I seen some interviews where he talking about ownership and being independent. I say, that's what I respect. So when the video you hear me say, I don't even tap into everybody like that. It got to be premeditated respect. What's premeditated respect? You understand me? See, that's when you can create the foundation of respect and expectation for a person when you done meditated on it for a second. You done let it reverberate in your mind. There's no excitement in that sense to where you just jump and you see somebody that's famous and you have expectation for them. No, it's premeditated. Let me think about whether this person deserves my respect and we can tap in. So there's a lot of you all that judge this brother saying that, oh, this brother got brave. This brother dressed this way. This brother do this thing. Damn. How we going to reach our people if we ain't there to teach our people? You understand me? I meet the brother. He said, I ain't trying to be a Muslim. I say, all right. But he said, I'm trying to be a black guy. I say, it's the same thing. You got these brothers understanding the necessities for change. But see, you also have to understand that if you go way too farther than your people, you start switching it up. Your lyrics all of a sudden turn into a constant atmosphere. You lose your entire audience, which means you lose your influence, which means you cannot be used because you don't have the same value. But y'all don't understand strategy. Y'all don't understand agenda. You know what I'm talking about? See, we become an agenda-based people, and we complain less about other people's agenda. That's what we're on right now, agenda-based mindset. You know what I'm talking about? When we have an agenda-based mindset, then we say, you know what, okay, the rappers have influence. They can reach the people. Then they need to stand next to the teachers because they validate the teachers in a culture with an audience that normally don't listen to these people because they coming for escapism. So now imagine me. Let me, let me take myself out of it. Imagine Derek Grace on stage, right? And, and he had a, 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 a Drake concert. Before Drake go on there and speak, Derek Grace come out there to teach. He come out there teaching, and he teaching about in-home banking. He teaching about ownership. Then Drake going to his set. They gonna be like, damn, that was cold. Now he becomes on tier here. Now the people are looking at the teachers the same way they're looking at rappers. Why? Because they connected, communicated, gave each other access. But y'all not thinking about no strategy, though. Y'all ain't thinking about no strategy. Y'all be in y'all feelings, man. That shit be having me, man. Like, look, I, I can be aggressive. You meet me in real life. So a lot of people, y'all be talking. Y'all be having fake profiles and all that other extra. And then y'all just be wanting a little attention. I'm doing that. That's dangerous out here. The attention economy is you supposed to get attention so you can utilize it for your business, not to feed your ego. Like, stop wanting attention so bad. Otherwise, you just become an attention whore. I'm going to give y'all some game, man. This is some priceless game. I'm going to teach you something real quick. You know what I'm talking about? This is something you can utilize on your business. You can utilize on your brand. You can utilize for the rest of your life. This is the way that things are working out right now. It's called attention is for what, man? Attention creates capital. Why? Because if you can get all the eyeballs, then you can convert that into sales. You know what I mean? The sales produce uh, uh, money, which means profit. You take a percentage of that profit, then you pour it back into attention, Right? So now that you put it back into attention, then guess what? You get more attention, which means you get more money. You take more profit. You put it back into attention. The circle grows. It's like a snake that continues to eat its tail. It becomes an industrial attention complex. This is the model that everybody uses, broken down in the most simplistic form for you to be able to take and utilize. But the way you don't utilize this shit is for your ego. You utilize it to build business so we have economy. Once we have economy, then we can control media. Once we can control media, we can control propaganda. You understand me? You use it to build education. You understand me? We utilize it to build our own farms, our own systems, our own grocery stores. We utilize it so that we can create our own infrastructure, our own community. We utilize it so we can be able to hire our family to create family business and family structure. We utilize it so we can create a nation at some particular point in stage. We utilize it so that we can strike back at those who constantly strike at us. You can't go to war if you ain't got no money. So if you keep people distracted, they don't have time to think because they're so caught up in the things that you want them to pay attention to that they don't learn how to utilize attention, convert it into an asset so that they can actually at the end of the year say, God damn. We no longer using that $1.5 trillion as a liability. We starting to utilize it as an asset so we can have power at the end of the day. What you waiting for?
What you waiting for? You know what I'm talking about? Is you really mad at everybody else for being successful at their plans because you don't agree with their plans? Or are you mad at yourself because you don't have no plans? So therefore, your life goes any which way if you're not planning. See, in the African language, there's not too many words for near future, right? Because we are spiritual, steeped people, right? We are very emotional people, right? Your emotions get caught up in things. It's easy to be able to control and impression people. And the most impressionable people, of course, are women and children. But men that are feminized think just like women and children. So therefore, and especially during states of mourning and we heighten sensitivity and we're heightened emotions, of course, you can easily impression the people. What is impressioning? You're putting a vision inside their mind. You're feeding them a particular emotion. Once you feed them that emotion, then you get them off tilt. Once a person is emotional, they're not thinking clear, right? They, they, they're overly excited and excitement leads away the mind. But when all that clears down and everybody gets done being mad at Gail, done being mad at Oprah, done being mad at Trump who just beat his case, you should be mad at yourself because you didn't do nothing to put yourself in a position of power or put your family in a position of power. Today I had constant business meetings and constant, I had a, like, few consultations for people that want to build business and want to get into community development. And I'm sitting there talking to them, giving them the game, pouring everything I got into them. Talking to my younger brother, building business on that. Talking to Blue Pill, building business on that. Calling my sister, talking to her, building business on that and figuring out a way I could create more infrastructure to build more business with more of my family. You know, and I didn't have time to really to, to, to dive into everything that was going on. Everybody's beefs, everybody's emotions, everybody's problems. But then... You understand the way the attention economy works. So you say, wait a minute, everybody's eyeballs here. I want to thank Gail for creating the moment where everybody's eyeballs at. So now I can teach. Now I can teach. Now I can cook up. You understand me? It's like if somebody, if you can create, if you will, imagine if you're such a good chef, right? And your peoples eat pork. But you know how to cook it up in a way to where you make a plant-based meal for them that's actually nutritious for them. They won't even tell that it's not pork. You serve it on a plate and they still eat it. But the what got them in there, first they smelt, you understand me, some food cooking. You got their attention. But once you got their attention, you had to give them food for thought. What's food for thought, man? For one, I still want to focus on black mental health. I still want to be able to focus on black health, period. A lot of what we talk about we are re-triggered through the trauma. A lot of black people today are going through the trauma of losing homies, losing partners, losing friends, losing family. So we don't know how to deal with death in a mature manner. So they know this. You understand me? Oh, go get at them on this. So we don't know how to deal with death because we've been losing partners, we've been losing friends for a long time and we've never truly expressed that so that lives within us so anytime somebody else died it re-triggers that same emotion and that same feeling when we lost nipsey everybody felt like they lost a brother it re-triggered everything in us same thing with kobe we know he was gone way before his time but if we don't get to the point where all right Let's mourn, that's what's up, but let's mourn the celebration of their life and let's mourn in the way to where we celebrate those who are gonna be our next legends. We think we gotta jump back 100 years to celebrate somebody who died for their accomplishments when it's somebody yesterday that did something great. Somebody yesterday that did something great, excuse me. So I'm not gonna harp too much on the point, man. But our attention is everything. Companies will spend a billion dollars to get your attention. How to get your attention? By learning where your attention is. How they learn your attention? At by learning who you are. They learn where it will be. You understand me? So that they buy big data. They know us. They control us. And they own you. And of course we love moments where entertainers are so-calledly rallying because they're emotional for a second. But where is their utility when we want to use them for the revolution. Where's their utility? We want everybody to be on code of conduct. I'm just sorry, man. You know, we know that these are these are these are white-minded women. We already know how that go. But there's so many more things that we should be angry or even angrier about that we not. For one, we have to have our own media. Look at what the little Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, media he created, um, NFA Studios. 
I didn't see everybody, everybody wasn't rallying and, and supporting that. You understand me? To create our own thing. We got the internet. We don't need to even go buy these distribution channels. We can create our own. We should be mad at the fact that we don't have our own. It's 2020 year to own it. Like we should be angry as fuck because without the ownership, we can't have no power. Without the ownership, you can't rule. So the things that make us angry sometimes it is it, disappointing. Not in the sense that we shouldn't be angry about them, but in the sense that when it's time for us to mobilize on other things that can put us in position of power, we don't care. So I want to leave y'all with that thought. What do you care about? What are you really going to do? What, are you, what, what, what should you be angry about in your life, about the condition um, of your situation right now, about the condition of your family? Should you be angry that you can't retire your mom yet? You should be angry at the fact that you don't have the best relationship with your brother yet. You should be angry at the fact that you can't hire family, put them in a position where you know they can be to where you can help them exploit their own potential to be able to tap into that godhood. You angry at the fact that your uncle's doing drugs. You angry at the fact that you still working a job that you fucking hate. You understand me? And your boss is slapping you on the back saying good boy. And he giving you jokes that you gotta laugh at that you know ain't fucking funny. You should be angry at shit like that that your children is gonna have to go to schools and with mandated vaccines you should be angry at the fact that you understand me your young children are watching sesame street and they bringing in homosexual agendas you understand me to force sexualization on them to force pedophilia on them you should be angry at the fact that the world is the way that it is and it hasn't been changing enough in the fact that we need more unity and we're not getting on cold with each other fast enough we should be angry at that that should make us so goddamn mad that you understand me we change it we should be angry at the fact that every day you get on here and you see some powerful young black men that's not supported powerful young black women that's not supported and they never gonna be supported as much as bad news think about that for a second man these people y'all look up to man they'll never be supported as much as bad news in our community we support bad news more than we support good people Tell me I'm lying. We should, we should be mad at the fact you don't see certain people collaborating and working together because egos, because they want to be the attention horse and want to be the ones that, you know what I mean, the scene saying this. I got the best commentary. I got the best this. You niggas ain't working together, though. We should be mad at the fact that in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, the next generations will look back at the year 2020 as probably one of the most important years of this century. And they ain't going to say, man, them people dropped the ball. Nobody's going to remember none of this shit that we dealing with right now. You don't know what the news was in 1900s. You can tell me what the news was in 1990. The stuff that we get distracted about, we won't remember tomorrow. We won't remember the next 10 years, 20 years. The bigger picture, though, the bigger picture things that was happening, they're going to be like, damn. That was the year so-and-so happened. Wait a minute. How many people was around during that time? They're going to have a digital blueprint to see y'all not working together. Look at all these people not working together in the same state. Could have been building. But everybody was on there. A white boy created a platform where black people can complain about unity, but they create individual movements. I'm going to let that breathe for a second. White boy created a platform for black people to complain about unity, to create individual movements. And y'all love these people. It's crazy to me. Crazy to me. Shit is a circus. Shit is clown, V. Everybody wants to just be a celebrity and wants to be a part of the in crowd. Don't want to say the wrong thing. Come on now. I want to thank Zuckerberg for making this shit. Matter of fact, <laughs> it's our utility of what how we use things. It's not the fact that we don't have great minds. It's how we use them. It's not the fact that we don't have media. It's how we use it. It's not the fact we don't have money. It's how we use it.
It's not the fact that we don't have business, it's how we use it. It's not the fact that we don't like and don't love each other, it's how we use it. We use it all in the wrong way. It is our utility that is our issue. That's what destroys our effectiveness. Every year, we should say we're getting better and better at this thing. We should be able to point to the consistency and unity, and it is there. Don't get me wrong. We rock with each other on a certain level. We rock with each other on a certain level. You know what I'm talking about? But here's the thing. Not enough for us to come together. Oh, I like what bruh doing over there, but I don't know if I can work with bruh, man. They doing this, that, and the third. Oh, I like what sis doing over there. She's soft, but I don't know. I don't like the way she do this, that, and the third. We so petty and childlike that our maturity level hasn't progressed to a stage to where we can nation build. So petty and childlike. That's some pettiness. So how can we complain about white supremacy and we ain't tapping into black godhood? So thank Gail, thank Oprah, thank Trump. Because they created the polarization effect. They continue to show you who's on what side, what's important, what we should be paying attention to. Think anybody that showcases their true colors, it's important. It's very important today. Be very observant. Be an observer, but don't get caught up in that which you observe. Be a non-biased observer. It allows you to take in information in a way to where you can find the meaning in it and connect the thoughts and connect the dots through the integrated knowledge you already have. And then you can find utility and purpose in it for positioning you in a better way in life. But if you are caught up in it, then you have no control over it. That's why you be an observer. That's the best way to live as an observer of reality. It allows you to control yourself, understand reality and control the output of what you put into it. An observer. Judgments burn energy. I ain't got time to be out here really judging Gail and Oprah. Now, if I observe their actions and what they got going on, then it lets me know how to move. All right. It's not a judgment, but look, I need to learn. I need to tell my people that Oprah is for vaccines. My brother Rizzo let me know about this. And they doing something on the 8th. Then, cool, we need to create a movement that's opposite of that to where we go make sure that our people are not being, uh, 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 you know, um, brung into the fire. You know what I mean? In a burning house, and they don't understand that this house is on fire. We got to let them know. How you let them know is you cure their ignorance with information and knowledge because the knowledge allows them to make the proper decision. You have to put the light in their mind so that it expands their thinking. So now they can get on the same spectrum as you to be able to observe things in the same way that you observe it because they got the same lens. They got the same information. They got the same knowledge. But if you get in most, fuck that bitch, blah, blah, blah. I nobody care about all that talk. Now, there are some people, the way that they strategize, everybody has their own utility. So some people, they got to speak that way. So like, let's say Snoop, right? Snoop say, fuck yeah, fuck Oprah, blah, 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 say. Cool. He brung an, a massive amount of attention and he validates the situation because of where his status is. That's good, right? Everybody has their different parts to play. That's why you observe. You don't get emotional and get con and connected to these things. An observer is not a part of it. I'm just observing so I can make decisions, so I can make calculations for my life. Even when somebody's speaking, you sit back and you observe them so you can observe their mind. Don't get so caught up in the emotion of what they're saying that you're hanging on to the next word. you observing like, hmm, look how this brother think. The way he connected that dot and that dot. Once you can get your mind to observe, what it does is it latches on to the rhythm and the pattern that it observes. See, that's why I say you got to observe God. Observe God. If you're always observing the devil, you know how the devil thinks, and it influences you sometimes to think like the devil, if you're not observing God as well. So if I observe the pattern of thinking of someone that I'm looking up to, I start taking on their pattern of thinking. I start patterning myself off them, meaning I start connecting dots and thinking like them. I start vibrating at the same level. I start executing at the same level. So look at how 
They're executing how they are able to bring everybody's attention. Imagine if we did something so massive to where we got all white celebrities to put their attention on one particular thing and we made white people mad. Because our agenda is working so well. When was the last time we made white people mad the way they make us mad? Mm. Who has control? It's the one that's emotional. The one that gets angry, loses himself in a battle. He can't think at the same level of intellect. Mm. If you about this two men about to fight, the one that gets angry, he's not thinking on strategy no more. He loses all strategy, all practice, that all of it goes out the window. Blood rushes from here and goes down to here. His anger takes over. It's supposed to be calculating and chess moves. But the one who gets angry, anger, emotional, effeminate in that sense. So, yes, our crowd mind is very effeminate in the way that we react. And we got to be we got to come together with a coalition, sit down with each other and be like, all right, let's properly strategize and plan. But the problem is, is that we be in a moment, but we don't be in the movement. We be in the moment, but not in the movement. We link with each other. We love it. We like the idea. Let's take some pictures. Let's get some attention on this moment. It feels so good. I'm actually in the moment. I really believe what I'm saying and what you're saying and all of that. I'm in the moment, but you're not in the movement. Because after that moment, you're not going to follow up, do due diligence, organize, go through that pain of constructing something to make sure that it produces an outcome. We be in the moment, but not in the movement. So we got to get out the moment sometime, man. Be present, but not just be in the moment. We got to be in the movement. The movement is a lifestyle. The moment is a snapshot. And we don't even realize it. Yes, this is definitely going to be on my podcast for record, for listening. So... Be in the movement, not the moment. Don't want to feel like an entrepreneur. Feel like somebody that's great and makes you 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 constantly chasing moments. You understand me? To where you feel of importance, you feel of validation. It got to be a movement. You feel like you connected to the liberation of your people. Oh, I did this. I went to this event. I'm in the moment. It's got to be for the movement. No, I got to do something every single day that's connected, that's of value to my peoples, myself, my family, my health, my wealth. It got to be in a movement, not the moment. So when we become a people of movement, it changes the game. Mm, think about that for a second. I love my people. I love everything about us. I just don't like the fact that we're so controlled and so conditioned for control. See, I've been blessed, man. Allah has blessed me to be in a position to be able to reach and teach other people. When I'm streaming, I'm streaming not for me. I'm streaming from the most high. I'm streaming from the one mind in the universe. How many minds that exist in the universe? Only one. I'm streaming from that. But I'm streaming not from the lower aspect of that mind. I'm streaming from that high vibration. And I got to get that to you. I'll allow a lot of, uh, hey, use me in whatever way you need to use me to reach these people. Let me stop thinking I know something. Empty out and, and watch what comes then. Let me be a part of the movement. So we got to get out the moment, man. The moment be grabbing us every single time. I told you this year is going to be the this year of destruction. This is, if this the year, of, if, if this is the year of vision, then it also must be true based on the law of polarity that this is also the year of distraction, the year of blind sight, uh, you know what I mean, of being blind, where you can't see, you can't see what's right in front of you. When you can't see what's right in front of you, that means you blind. Some of y'all can't see a damn self. 
If this is the year of vision, it's also the year of the blind. And so the distractions gonna make you blind or you can't see right, right in front of you. You watching a movie, you get a text on your phone, it takes you away like, hey bro, you just see that? No, I ain't see nothing, what happened? Blinded you for a second. That's what's happening all year. We looking at our phones and we blinded from the movie that's playing in front of us. We blinded. Man, you know what 2020 vision is? There's a chart to where when you looking and you can see the nerds perfect from 20 feet away, then that means you got 2020 vision. If you can see it from even further away, then you got 2015 vision. If you can see it from further than that, you got 2010. Like this is like impossible. This brother got 2010. Wait a minute. Now, imagine a person that can see it. They don't even need to see the letters, but they can tell you exactly what's up there without even me being able to see it. Now, that one, I call that 20-0 vision. I don't even I don't need to see it to know what's there. Because I see it in my mind. See, that's when we start using our mind. Vision is not about just your sight. It's about your mind. So you don't distract the eyes when a person become blind. You distract the mind and make a person blind. That's how you distract the people. Now, there's also a vision that's so bad, right, where they got to get close. That's 2040 vision. They get close enough to like 20, 50, whatever else is after that. And then they're so close that they back them legally blind. By the state, you legally blind. You got to get so close that it's right there and you still barely see it. You legally blind. You need glasses on. So we come to give you the glasses, come and give you the contacts, come and give you the knowledge yourself, come and give you the way to eat right so that you can actually heal your eyesight, come and give you the way to think right so you can actually heal your vision. The way you stop a person's vision is to distract their mind. If our minds are distracted, there is no 2020 black vision. We have to stop thinking so unaccord. That's where we go with it, people. So listen, man, I'm going to keep telling y'all this. Write down your vision. We got a fact, we're going to have to do a, we need to be able to do a collective live, man. It need to be 100,000 people in there, man. We come up with five points of an agenda. And everybody votes on them and everybody plays a part to produce that vision in whatever way that they can do it. We got to get to agenda-based mindset in your life and other people's life. What's your agenda? I need everybody to have an agenda. Not just an agenda that serves you, but an agenda where you can serve the people. What's your agenda? That becomes the question. And if you ain't got no agenda, think about it from this aspect, right? I'm going to give you this game. In neuropsychology, they teach people how to do this. So think about as if you write an agenda from your favorite leader, right? Let's say it's 100 years in the future, and you're thinking about all of the great things that someone has done, right? And you have to write a historical piece on them. What was their agenda? And you take that mindset. Right. The same way you were writing about somebody else's agenda that's done something great and you put it towards yourself. What was your agenda while you was living? I understand that some of us want to live mediocre lives. We don't really want to pour into each other. We don't really want to go into the depths of who we are. We don't really want to take that responsibility that requires us to go to that next level, that requires us to reprogram, refocus ourselves. And demonstrate the highest level of power possible. We don't really want to listen because when we listen to something that's too powerful, it makes us feel weak sometimes because we said that we're not ready to live up to that type of power that we know exists. So you deny the power exists because if the power don't exist in that fashion, then you never have to live up to that. This is the reason a lot of times when we see too many people want to go to too many heights, you discourage them because wait a minute, let me deny that height exists. Let me deny that possibility exists. No, nah, we got to dig deep into who we are. We got we to gotta try harder. We got to work harder. How you really want to reach the people. How you really want to get rid of your faults. How you really want to get to your greatness. How you really want to contribute. So, write your agenda out as if you're thinking of it posthumous this. 
and you've already completed it, but you're writing it out as if media is doing a blog on your life or a paper on your life or whatever. It allows you to put you in a different space to say, okay, my agenda, so-and-so agenda while he was living was for this, that, and the third. And then ask yourself, is this a self? Write it in the most honest way possible. Don't fake it. And then just ask yourself, is, is this the best agenda possible? Can I change some things about this? How will I actually go about completing this? How will I go about helping others? How will I use my access, my skill set, my money, my time, my energy to not only help myself, but when I get into a position, how will I utilize that to help others? Like, if you don't educate yourself, enlighten yourself, man, your family going to continue to stay in the position at the end. We got to be able to focus on family today. Family, man. I'm about to call my younger brother after this because me and him got into an argument. And the goal is to be able to say that I don't care when my, if, if one of my brothers passed or sisters passed or something of that nature happened, I want to be able to say, nah, we was, we was on good terms. I don't want to have no regrets. We was building at that time and we figured it out. It wasn't easy. I work with family, so I know it ain't easy. It's the hardest thing to do because it tries to it, it, it disconnect business logic and tries to throw you into the emotional realm. And so you got to have a high emotional IQ. And like I said, family is not just the people that you consider your blood relatives. Family are the people that you consider that you love. And y'all reciprocate that love. And y'all reciprocate that by spending time and influencing each other. So that should also be a relationship of building together. All relationships should be based upon reciprocation, value, and building. You teach what you know to your folks. And if there's some that don't want to take it, teach it to those who are ready. Always start with who's ready. So listen, man. I, like I said, I'm going to be putting on my observer curriculum. Uh, I'm going to be putting out my new books because uh, sometimes I feel like, you know, everybody learn a different way. You know what I mean? Some people got to read. Some people got to listen. Some people got to watch. Reading is one of the best ways to learn. Um, experience, of course, is the ultimate way to learn. But when you read, you you got both sides of your brain working. And you are able to really possess that information and have a higher rate of retention for that information, stimulating yourself. I just hate the fact that there's so many young black men and women that I see out here in pain and that's hurting and they get into a mental rut and they just don't know what to do next. They don't know what to do next. That should be killing me because sometimes, you know, you can send them a source, but they don't know how to change behavior a lot of time. I had that with some of my own folks that was in survival mode for so long. And when they got into, you know, a loving environment, they didn't know how to switch that off. And they had to be like, you're not in that environment no more. You got to be able to switch that to start thinking long term, to start thinking strategy, start thinking organizing yourself, start thinking about development of your skill set and utility of your skill set. But when you stuck in that mode, you can't, you so, your mind so distracted, you can't see no vision. So I see a lot of people just out here blind. They don't see no vision. And I'm like, man. Some of my small encounters I have with people that I meet on the street. And I'm like, I can never get to a point where I don't have time and energy for you because I never know what you may be going through. And this may be my opportunity to say something to teach you, to point you in the right direction, that you will put on my path as a test for me to be able to give you some game. To say that key that unlocks that mechanism in you to allow you to get past where you are. That may just be why you came on my path. So who am I to deny the opportunity to be a guide to somebody else? Not to be their God, but to be a God. And God is one who adds value to you, adds life to you. Come on now.
who am I to deny that privilege, deny that opportunity? So when I meet y'all, man, you know, my energy be in all different kind of ways. I be in my own mind thinking, mathematically calculating different things, but I always take that time to acknowledge your life. Because I don't want to be the one posting up your death. Oh, bro, I was always on the live, always tapping in. I ain't never say nothing. I can't always hit all the DMs. You know what I'm talking about? But you definitely catch me in person. What's up? I appreciate you. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for the observation. So, look, we up, man. We up today. We got a lot. We got a lot of what we need. And uh, I'm glad we got what we need today. And uh, I mean that in the sense to where we got less excuses than we had yesterday. And every day, there's less and less and less excuses. Every day, there's less and less and less excuses. Let me tell y'all this. The biggest problem that I see with people is they'll ask dumb questions on smartphones. You're going to ask something that you can go look up because we don't know how to take time to research and inform ourselves and to get our power. It exists all out there in so many different forms. Knowledge is potential power, so we have the power to be able to go scoop up all this potential work and convert it into actual power. But all we want to do is ask dumb questions on smartphones. Act dumb on smartphones. Come on now. All this information at our fingertips and we got excuses? All this information at our fingertips and we got excuses. Think about that for a second. How many of you all ever have a question and you automatically just go look it up? That's a rhetorical. I don't need you to answer that. You go look it up. You say, damn. How do I do this? All right, cool. Let me look up how do I do this. Oh, I got another question. Let me go ask so-and-so this question. Why are you going to ask so-and-so? You ain't even look it up before. The key is you go look it up. Then you ask somebody who has knowledge upon it based on their experience so they can teach you the smart way to do it the right and most effective way. Now, that's different. That's a more That's a smart question. A smart question is a premeditated, informed question, a research question. That's a difference. This is the way that we utilize information today, right? You will look up, how do I go start me a clothing brand? How do I get me a website for it? How do I get me a file? How do I, what is an agenda? What is this? You go do that. Now, based off the knowledge, if, if, if you get to a point where, okay, I got the information, now I need to talk to somebody that has experience on what I just informed myself on. Okay, I get it. Now you're asking smart questions because you're coming to get the smarts. Does your smarts are what to do with the knowledge that you have most effectively? And that's different. So I want to thank Gail. I want to thank Oprah. I want to thank Trump and everybody else that creates these polarizing situations for us to be able to teach our people and to show us just how divided the world is and just how black and white the devils and the gods are. To showcase us the different minds and who's not with the people who are with the people. I want to thank them for these moments that's constantly created to be able to teach. And all these moments to where we're constantly oppressed. Because I can tell you one thing. With that mama mentality that I've seen Kobe had, i never seen him distracted. It's like Matt Barnes throwing the ball in your face. He ain't distracted. He ain't distracted. So mama mentality, that shit. That's what you're going to do. Mama mentality, that shit. Excuse my language, but y'all know what I mean. Stay next level. Don't be in the moment. Get in the movement. The moment will distract your mind and kill your vision. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for tapping in. Make sure y'all get y'all some of that. Oh, speaking of... Speaking of being, distra of being distracted, I'll be remiss if I got on here. <clears throat> and I ain't promote the family business. What'd that say? Family over everything. 
what I'm talking about? What's the family business new product? This ain't even the new labels. We got new labels coming. The Crown's Oil. What's the Crown's Oil? The Crown's Oil is a new tropic. What is a new tropic? It's stuff that stimulates your brain and increase your higher executive functions. What? How you do that? It got lion's mane. Look up lion's mane mushroom. You understand me? It has compounds for the brain. It has NGF with this nerve growth factor, which helps grows the myelin and the axons of your brain so that uh, you can increase uh, neuroplasticity. You know what I mean? Increase mood, memory, focus, learning, the whole nine yard. And it got CBD in it. It's a new tropic. I ain't going to tell you to get focused and then not have a solution. And then not have a solution for you. I ain't about to tell you to get focused and not have a solution for you. Y'all ain't about to catch me slipping out here. Keys just talking. I already know how y'all get. Mm-hmm. And then negate some of the psychoactive effects that the weed has on your mind and your, your, your brain and your body. Killing that dependency. Killing your memory. Come on now. So... Last but not least, y'all ain't about to have me distracted to where it's like, damn, I went on there. I didn't talk to hour, and I ain't, you know what I mean? Utilize none of that attention to get my finances right. You know what I'm talking about? So make sure y'all go follow Goldwater. Uh, follow Goldwater. <clears throat> and also do your own research. This is what I, I want everybody to do. Go do your own research. Um, it's important. Go do your own research. Because I know y'all don't like stuff that y'all get from black people. Y'all don't believe black people. You know what I mean? So that's why I said go do If you want to, you go look up Lion's Mane Mushroom. And go, look, go on YouTube. Go on Google. Go look up the scientific data. Go look at the studies that's been done on the different mice. And go look up all of these different things. And you go, oh, man. Bro, really trying to tap us in. For real, for real. Where he get this from? Is it black on? Yes. Is it vertically integrated and black home? Yes. Okay. Matter of fact, go do your research and do an article on me. If that's what you want to do, that's how you can help. Go do your research and do an article. Send it to me. Put it on WordPress. Man, I love y'all though, man. I'm out. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. Thank you. Stay clear. Stay focused. Drink on that gold water. Take that crown's oil. You know what I'm talking about? Be in the movement and not in the moment. Tap in.
I would like to thank Gil. I would like to thank Oprah. And I would like to thank anybody that shows their true colors and who they are consistently. When people show you who they are, it is our job to believe them. You understand me? We live in a very uh, polarizing society today where people want to be seen and ways to be seen is to be bullies, to be aggressive, to create, you know, these, these, these different... Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.